You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's focus on Lamar Jackson with Mark Ennis from 93.9 FM in Louisville. Mark, thanks for taking the time. How are folks in your town and the callers to your show reacting to some analysts like Bill Polian suggesting Lamar should move to wide receiver? Uh, there's been a general outrage uh, here, uh, mainly because uh, we saw Lamar, and I don't think he can catch. I'm kidding, but I mean, we watched Lamar Jackson here for the better part of three seasons, and uh, more than anything else, the improvement uh, from him. He was just a, an incredibly raw guy as a freshman and really got thrown into action. And By the time he was finished here in three seasons, uh, his improvement as a passer uh, was unbelievable. And really, the, the, I think the crazy thing about Lamar is like he's just figuring it out. Uh, and he was as good as he was by the time he left. So pretty uh, annoying for folks around here to hear that sort of thing about Lamar. Well, I think, you, you know, there's two ways you can look at it. It's frustrating as it may be because it sounds like you're they're, they're questioning his skill set at the quarterback position and you think of his talent and the other guys that are out there. Uh, you can just say, you know what, it's unfortunate for, the, for most of them that they can't recognize real talent when it comes to that position. It's not just a traditional way of looking at it, but he brings something to the table that none of them have. Uh, I think he has a good I think he has a very good arm. He just needs to work on a lot of things like many other quarterbacks, even myself, had to do when going in the game. But where do you see him going, Mark, when you think of the quarterbacks that they have? They're saying that they should go in the top five to maybe ten uh spots. You see him in the first round in the early part of it? I don't think he'll go like top ten. You know, I think he'll probably experience something sort of like Deshaun Watson did, you know, where there were a lot of the same questions about him. Uh, But I think that what's going to happen is through individual workouts and his pro day, somebody's going to fall in love with him. Maybe even last year, like the Chiefs did with Pat Mahomes, where once they get after 10 or so, teams, uh, one or two of them are are going to maneuver. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him anywhere from the middle of the first round on. I don't think anybody way up at the top is going to spend a pick on him because I think he's going to take some time. But I think somebody who thinks that they've got time and luxury to bring him along uh, but thinks that they know that they can use him and sort of be creative with him, uh, will jump back up or move up in that first round. Uh, so I think anywhere from the middle on, I wouldn't be surprised to see a number of teams either uh, that want to try to be creative with him or that are have quarterbacks kind of at the end of their careers, Pittsburgh or New Orleans or something like that, uh, to bring him in and Aaron Rodgers him a little bit and bring him along slowly because I think that really would be good for him and them. Chatting with Mark Ennis from 93.9 FM in Louisville. Mark, you know, it's the silly season. Rumor, innuendo, gossip, trying to come up with comps for these players and try to ascertain where they're going to land. Is it fair to point out that Bobby Petrino has not produced many quarterbacks who emerged as marquee players in the NFL in the analysis of Lamar? Because we're hearing that chatter as well. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it is kind of the silly season. You know, I think it's worth bringing up, but I think you kind of got to look at the kids themselves. Uh, and then really, if you look at the guys that, that Bobby's coached over the years, you know, Bobby's a college coach, coaches college kids, and his job is to win college games. And you know, maybe those guys haven't really projected particularly well to the NFL, but uh, Lamar's really not like any of those guys. So I really wouldn't hold, you know, uh, Ryan Mallett or some of the other guys, even Brian Brom uh, or Stephon LaForge or Chris Redmond or people like that. I just wouldn't hold that against Lamar because he himself is so different. Uh, but I think, you know, when people are breaking Lamar's film down, I don't think you can watch him play uh, and say this is a guy that hasn't been well coached. He's just he's very different. Uh, and I think that he just has had so much to learn 
uh, about the quarterback spot and learned as much as he did in three years. But I wouldn't hold Bobby Petrino's previous quarterbacks against him. He's just really not anything like any of those guys. If there's a quarterback in the draft um, or even that's in the National Football League that I can look, compare Lamar Jackson to in a sense of, as you mentioned, Bobby Petrino and in a sense of what he does offensively, it's going with Chip Kelly's quarterback and Marcus Mariota. I mean, and I say that in this sense, is these guys were, were really, really good college quarterbacks with having an opportunity to develop, running the, the, the RPO systems with Marcus Mariota. He gets in the National Football League. He looked like he struggles that time with throwing the football, but they took a chance on him, and he's evolving over time. A Lamar Miller's talent, to me, is at least two times better than a Marcus Mariota. He should be given the opportunity, in my opinion, to be taken in the top 10, maybe even the top 15, to where once he gets in the National Football League with the right coach, he could be pretty darn good. Yeah, I think that so much about uh, Lamar, uh, you, you just get mesmerized by him running, and he really is just an amazing runner. But I think he, it tends to overshadow. Like he just, he really can can throw the ball. I mean, he has an, a very quick release and a really strong arm. His problems are really mechanical and consistency. But that's the sort of thing, like you're saying, you get in the league, man, and that's all you do. Like you can really improve on that sort of thing. Uh, and I think that he will – really pay off for somebody provided that it's not a, uh, a Tim couch Browns situation where you just get thrown in and get killed. Uh, you know, I, I think in some ways he would benefit from sliding down a little bit from somebody who doesn't have to just press him into duty uh, and let him sort of get his feet under him. Maybe like Mahomes did this year in Kansas city uh, or something like that. I think any of those would be great for him, uh, but he really has uh, an NFL arm I think a lot of times folks just didn't watch Louisville. They were outside the top 25. And if you saw him on SportsCenter, you just saw him running because the plays they, where he ran were impressive. But the guy really has a big live arm. Uh, he just has to sort of get consistent in how he uses it. Focusing on Lamar Jackson with Mark Ennis from 93.9 FM in Louisville. Mark, how much could Jackson be potentially hurting himself by not having an agent at this stage of the process? It feels like a high-profile agent could be helpful, at least from the media perspective, of changing the narrative about Lamar having to shift to receiver. Oh, Listen, I, this is the one place where I think even locally we've sort of scratched our heads uh, and really been even almost critical of Lamar. I think it's a strategic mistake on his part. You know, my co-host, uh, is Luke Hancock here in town. And, you know, he didn't even get drafted in the NBA, but he said, I had an agent and that guy kept me busy every single day between the end of school and the draft. And I didn't even get drafted. Uh, but he said, you know, I needed that. I needed exposure. I needed, you know, preparation for team interviews and my pro day uh, and marketing opportunities and getting me prepped for uh, interviews and the Wonderlick and all these things that, you know, Lamar's mom is a feisty, strong, smart lady, but she's not an agent and she's not an NFL agent. And I think he would benefit from having somebody to be his advocate outwardly uh, and, and helping him sort of go through the preparation process and maximize it. Because I think unlike some of uh, either uh, Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold, like Lamar needs an advocate. Those guys are, they look like quarterbacks and people love them. They're big and strong and all that sort of thing. You know, Lamar needs a, a salesman on his behalf. Uh, and I do think he is making a mistake by, by not going with one. I think I understand why he's doing it, uh, but I, I, I wish he would have done something else. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was in the same position uh, as Lamar Jackson back in 95, and I ended up having a chance to grab Lee Steinberg, which was phenomenal. He had Warren Moon, Troy Aikman, Drew Bledsoe, Mark Brunel. I mean, he had a list of guys to where when it came down to my representation in those meeting rooms, it really made the difference. How much you think having his mom as his representation uh, going to hurt him because she's not capable, uh, I'm assuming, to get any of the information or data uh, from the NFL uh, or any one of the scouts or even teams, for that matter, to determine how he needs to address everything as he moves forward. Yeah, I, I think it is going to hurt him, and I think it's not so much because of uh, you know the contract, because now with the CBA, you know those, those things are slotted, and there's really not a lot of maneuvering. Uh, but I think it's all the stuff that an experienced agent would just be ready to prep you with going into a team workout. Uh, or ready to prep you with, you know, ahead of the drafts or team interviews or any of that stuff. All of this just mechanical stuff. Uh, the best way uh, one of our other uh, hosts here at the station has said it is, you know, Lamar's mom doesn't know what she doesn't know. And, and that's the sort of thing that a Lee Steinberg or an experienced agent would be able to handle for Lamar, keep off his plate, let him work on what he should work on. And also agents front you for you know, high-tech workouts and getting your body physically ready for individual workouts and the drafts and all that sort of thing. He's really missing out on all of that, uh, and I think it's unfortunate, and I, it might cost him some money in the, in, the, in the near term. Mark, last one from me. If we're thinking about area of improvement for all these quarterbacks, they're all flawed in different ways this year and every year for that matter. What component of Jackson's game does he need to improve upon the most? I don't care much about stats, but even I realize he did not have a glittering completion percentage playing for the Cardinals. Yeah, I think he's got to, to throw the ball. And I think, Cordell, you know what I mean when I say this. Like He has to throw the ball the same way every time. I think Lamar has a tendency uh, to let his mechanics go either if the team is behind uh, or, or so the play is kind of frantic. And I'm not talking about like instincts and running, but like he will, he doesn't throw, he throws the ball 10 different ways. Uh, and he needs to be consistent in the way he throws it. Because like I said, he's got a big arm uh, and he makes good decisions, but his mechanics throws will sail on him. Deep stuff outside the numbers will sail on him because he doesn't get his feet set uh, or step the way he ought to. And that sort of thing, at least not consistently. Uh, and so on the one hand, that could be a problem for him in the NFL. On the other hand, you look at his production, you're like, geez, he still put up these crazy numbers with something so basic, still really being kind of an issue. But for me, it's him throwing the ball the same way every time because that's how you win in the NFL, and he really has a ways to go there. And we have a ways to go on this program. Mark, thanks so much for the information. We appreciate you joining us on the NFL on TuneIn. Anytime, guys. Thanks. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.